Welcome to the All Things Overlanding Podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode of the vlog slash podcast, it is a long-awaited episode where I'm going to be talking through kind of the finishing touches on my do-it-yourself rooftop tent. So if you've been following along, um, you may have seen actually even on some of my other channels that it has been finished. So I'm a little delayed in releasing this, uh, but I have shot both the final sort of the finishing up of the box and the tent itself, and then also a final thoughts slash you know pros and cons of the DIY rooftop tent. So on this episode, I'm, I'm going to be talking through the final sort of tweaks that I made to it, the final thing. So take it all with a grain of salt as well, because in the video at the time, I had some ideas about how this was going to work, right? And whenever you're doing something as a DIY project and you're making it all up from scratch, things can change really quickly. So that is the case with this as well. So again, this is a good update. It shows you sort of my thought process as I'm going along. It shows you the difficulties and the issues that I encountered and kind of how I was trying to overcome those. But then stay tuned for the next video is gonna be even more in depth with kind of like my final sort of what I ended up doing, the, the final solutions to some of these problems and my thoughts on it, my overall conclusions, my uh, just overall thoughts on the whole thing. So that's coming in the next video. So anyways, there's still a ton of great stuff in here. You get to see the whole thing finish up. You get to see sort of the hinge come together. You get to see the latches go on. The tent goes inside of it and you get to see all that stuff. So there's a ton of good stuff that you're gonna learn in this video. But again, just kind of take it with a grain of salt because there were a few changes that I made from the time that I shot this video until the final product. Um, so again, I hope it's helpful for you guys. If you're new to the channel, uh, definitely click that subscribe button, click the bell to be notified when I drop new videos, click the like button if you like the video, and leave a comment below. Let me know if you guys are working on something similar. Let me know, you know if you guys have any answers or solutions to this stuff because I'm literally making it up as I go, right? So there's no right answer per se, but I would love to hear from you guys what your thoughts are too. So anyways, enjoy the video and uh, hit me up in the comments, like the video and subscribe. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. All right, guys, just wanted to post a little update on the rooftop tent. So I've put the boxes together um, and I have installed the hinge. Now, one thing that I've noticed is because of the length of my box, this is a lot more difficult than other videos that I've seen where they had a smaller tent. Like maybe they had the type that opened long ways like this. So they only had to span with the hinge, you know, the short side. Um, so... It was a little bit more difficult with the longer one. I've got to get more screws because I want to fill in all these gaps. You'll also notice that it's kind of cinching a little bit, which I think will be solved with some more screws. So plan is to get more screws and put those in, but I will show you, and it's a little difficult with one hand because I don't have the gas struts in here yet, but it's not too bad. It's actually, the thing's not too heavy, 
I mean, it's not super light, but you can see, I mean, it pops right open. And so when the gas struts are in, right, they'll attach on the sides here. The tent will be attached right inside the lid up here. So when this thing opens up, it'll just have a triangular shape to it, which should match the tent. And the gas struts will lift it up and boom, you'll have a fully, you know, extended tent, a fully unfolded, opened up tent. And then the roof of the tent will hang right inside of this box. So that'll actually keep it waterproof. And then all the water will run down and it'll go, the tent will be attached here on the outer lip. So any rain or anything would just run down the sides of the tent and go out of the box is the plan. So anyways, the hinge is pretty cool. I really like it. Again, it's just, you gotta, I had to have a little bit of help. I had to have my wife come and hold the, uh, the box or hold the, the other end of it because it's just so long. It's seven and a half feet long. So you gotta make sure that you've got it lined up. And then what I actually did was I measured where it was from the, the ends here. So it was about two and an eighth inch here. And then I just went down and I slapped some masking tape on it at two and an eighth inch all the way down. So I had a visual cue so that I could line it up to make sure that it was straight. But other than that, I mean, it's really easy. So I think I'm gonna put some more screws in it and just make sure that all these gaps are sort of filled and that all the cinching is pulled up. And then I may also use some black, like uh, RTV or something like that, some silicone, and just seal that all up all along the top because I just don't want, I mean, I don't think it's gonna be a huge problem, but I don't even wanna risk having, you know, just water pooling in there or running down the back and going inside the box or, you know, even, I don't think it would go in the box necessarily, but I think it might pool there or like, you know, get some mold or some condensation or things like that stuck in there. So just to be super safe, I think I'm just gonna cinch it up as best I can with screws and then silicone it. So just to give you guys a quick idea of what this looks like inside of the box. So the door is gonna be down here at this end. This is where the door for the tent will be. Um, so I threw in my, basically it's a twin size memory foam mat, but you can see there's probably a good seven or eight inches all the way down the side of the mat there. And I plan to put those little white Ikea boxes down there. So I'll have a number of storage bins for like flashlights, batteries, um, power banks, anything like that that I might need when I'm in the tent. And then you've got all this room at the head, which is probably like a little over a foot worth of room at the head of the bed, which is where again, like I'll probably put like my pillows and stuff down there when I'm not in the tent using it. And then I'll move them up here onto the mattress when I'm in the tent. Um, again, with it open like this, you can kind of see how when that's open all the way, the tent will just affix to the top of it and then hang down from there. Gas struts on both sides. Um, so yeah, anyways, that's what it basically looks like right now inside the tent. This is what I normally sleep on when I'm in on like my cot or whatever. Um, so this is about a good size for me. I think it's just about six feet long, which I'm about six feet two. So it should fit me just perfectly with tons of extra storage room. So pretty cool. But yeah, just wanted to show you a little bit of what the inside's gonna look like when it's done. So that's it. All right guys, so I'm stuck in quarantine and uh, figured I'd put together some more updates for you on the rooftop tent. You can see here that I've got the hinge on. This is the front side here, so there's no hinge here. Um, but the whole box is waterproofed, it's herculined. And you can kind of see just how that looks and how that sort of works there. Um, so next steps are, again, the hinge is on. I'm waiting right now because of course, 
everything is delayed on Amazon that's quote-unquote non-essential. And apparently my half-inch screws for the hinge are non-essential, which makes sense. Um, but so I'm still waiting on that. But so next steps are, um, I've got these round mounts, which are for these struts. So these are 36 inch struts, 80 pounds a piece. There are two of them. Um, my box is about 36 inches long. So kind of the way that I'm figuring it is I'm going to extend it to the top with the tent in it so that I can see exactly where I need it to sit. And then I'm going to mount the struts inside the box. Now, Here's something that I just realized as I was thinking through this plan. I've noticed that most people that have similar designed boxes like this have their struts on the outside of the box. And I never really realized why, because I thought, you know what, that's going to get a bunch more wear and tear. It's less aerodynamic. It just means that they're in the elements all the time and that they're not going to last as long. And so I was like, I just, you know, I said, well, I'm going to put them inside the box. I don't know why people do that. Well, now I'm starting to realize why. So the difficulty is going to be that when I put the rooftop tent up, when I open the box, right? <clears throat> so these struts are inside the box. The tent material though has to go from the inside of the top of the box to the outside of the bottom of the box, right? Like to keep it waterproof, that tent material needs to go to the outside of this box. So again, my plan, if you haven't seen the other videos, I'm gonna use boat canvas snaps for that. And I'm gonna put them in the bottom here so that I can pull the, the material out, the tent material and snap it in place. Now, in addition to that, I've also got some basically Velcro, right? Hook and loop Velcro. Um, I'm gonna line the inside of the tent material with Velcro and this outside and then put my screw um, canvas snaps through that so the Velcro can't move. The Velcro will just make sure that even in between the snaps, right? So the snaps will be like extra. They'll hold it um, in case of like high winds or storms or anything like that. The Velcro though will help keep it sealed in between the snaps. Um, so that's kind of part of the plan too. Um, but where I'm going with this is, so in order to have the struts inside the box, they'll need to be inside the tent, right? But if you think about it, <laughs> physically, that doesn't work because the tent material has to come down and go to the outside of the box. So my solution for that, what I think I'm going to do is, there's a couple things that I could do. Um, first of all, the struts are only going to have to be through the tent material, really at the top, right? So what I'm kind of thinking is I may, so the tent will attach kind of directly inside of this box, like right about here. So when this opens, then the tent material will hang down from this straight down into the box, right? Um, so what I'm thinking is I'll just punch a hole in the tent material here, put the strut through it, and then seal up the tent as best as I can and try and keep that the only place that the strut goes through the tent material inside this box. Um, so basically there'll just be a little hole inside the tent material inside this box and then that's where the strut will mount to the box. Um, and then the tent material, you know, will go around it. There'll be a hole through that where the strut comes out, but then the strut will be inside the tent. Tent material stays outside the strut. So that's kind of my solution right now. Um, again, when I get to that phase and I start to do that, I will update you guys and let you know if that works. Um, worst case, what I was thinking too is I could do a slit all the way down the side of the tent and then adhere it with Velcro. So I could take the Velcro and basically make a flap so that I could push it up, you know, pull the tent fabric outside, button it all down, zip, uh, Velcro it all down, and then Velcro that strap up to close up the hole in the tent. But again, I'm thinking if I can be smart about it and get everything to line up right, I could just do one small hole in the tent up here where the strut pokes through, and then that should be fine. So anyways, that's a little update for you guys. Next step, will be latches on the front, um, finishing up the hinge in the back. 
Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, so I've got the hinge on all the way. Um, next steps are put the latches on to keep it shut when in motion. I'm debating on putting a handle on it to open it, but I think that once the latches are on, those will be good enough. Plus, with the gas struts, I'm thinking it might go up. Worst case, I can always add a handle later, but so we'll see. I'm going to try and open it now so you can kind of see how it works. Already got the memory foam pads in here. So you can see how that hinge works. So the gas struts will go right in here. Tent will attach up here. So yeah, looking pretty good so far. Alright guys, so as you can see now, next steps are I need to get everything off the roof, probably cut these down a little bit to be ready to go for the rooftop tent. So that's coming up. All right guys, so here I propped it open. You can kind of see what I'm going for. So I've got my, you know, I've had these forever, but it's a two inch memory foam mattress. Um, it was a full, and basically what I did was I cut it in half, which gave me about 27 inches side to side. I think it's 72 inches long, something like that. I'm 6'2", and I fit on it perfectly. Um, but so you can see this is, you know, in here, there's gonna be some nice space beside it and then also at the head where I'll probably put the pillow and things like that when I'm not using it um, and then here's the tent so I'm kind of changing directions a little bit with it so like I've mentioned before in previous videos unfortunately the tent is not quite long enough for the box but so what I'm thinking now is I'm going to use some sort of like U brackets and put them up here in the top and then you'll see here the way that this tent is designed is it has this little grommet and rope on it. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to attach the top of the tent through the U-bracket since it's, you know, not quite long enough. The U-bracket will go kind of up here and then this will be attached there. I'm going to pull it nice and taut with the string so that the, the roof of the tent goes all the way across under the corner of the box. So it'll be inside the box, which should keep the water off of it and keep it dry. Um, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut far back into the bottom of the tent and then I'm going to bring it around the outside of the box so originally what I was going to do was use sort of like canvas snaps like that you basically screw the bottom into it here and then you put a rivet through this material and then you can sort of button it 
all the way down the side. But the more that I'm thinking about that, the more I'm realizing that's going to be a lot of work every single time I want to put that thing out. And also the whole sort of point of it is to be able to take this tent in and out to let it air out and dry out in between trips um, to make it easy to, you know, not have to store it in the box, like in between trips. Um, so kind of what I'm thinking now is, you know, between those two U-bolts and being able to tie the tent up with its own string that it came with, I like the idea of trying to use what is already on the tent. Um, between that and then the bottom, what I'm kind of thinking now is, and it will take a little bit of stitching and customization for the tent, but taking the bottom here and stitching a line of Velcro into it and then putting the hook side of the Velcro along the underside of the box. So basically what that'll look like is there'll be, I'll screw it in just to hold it super tight, but there will be a whole line of Velcro that'll go underneath the bottom of the box all the way around, at least this side and the ends. Um, the inside of the tent, of course, will be attached inside. So I'll show you this here on these bottom corners, there's a little piece here. So what I'm thinking is putting an eye bolt or something back here and just sort of attaching that like that to hold the back end in. So that'll just always be clipped back there. Um, but then the sides will be, you know, I'll cut the bottom out and then they're gonna actually come out of the side of the box and go down over it and then Velcro to the bottom. So I'm thinking that setup will be really easy. So basically the gas struts are getting ready to go in. They're gonna go here up to about here at the top here. I'm gonna do mine inside the box. As I've mentioned, most people seem to do them outside the box. So they don't have to mess with the tent. So I am gonna probably have to like puncture some sort of a small hole as close to the top as I can so that it's behind the box so that it stays waterproof. Um, but I'm just gonna puncture like a small hole, you know, right about here in the peak of it where the gas strut can go through and mount. And then, um, and then, you know, this will be mounted to the back here. And then the bottom fabric here, again, I'll just stitch sort of a line of Velcro on it. And then when I get to camp, I'll pop this thing out, pull it down and just go and just attach it, you know, just run it along with my hand. So it's gonna take a little bit of measuring, um, but then I figure, you know, that'll give me a nice template. It just requires just one stitch going down the whole length of the tent to hold that Velcro on. And then, you know, the Velcro on the box one time and then I should be good forever, basically. I mean, you know, everything wears out, but then if I get another tent, I've got a template. I can use this tent as a template and remeasure it, throw the new tent in, put Velcro on it and I'm good to go. So anyways, um, a couple changes there, but just wanted to give you guys an update. All right guys, so as you saw, the tent slash box is pretty much together now. It's pretty much ready to go. Um, again, as I mentioned in the beginning of the video, there are a few things that end up getting tweaked after this point, so after this video. Uh, this video was shot probably about two or three weeks ago. And so since then I've actually used it a couple times. I've tested it out. So there will be another video coming that will just sort of give you kind of my final thoughts after all of that and kind of walk you through some of the problems and the issues that I encountered in this video and how I solved for those. Some of these solutions are actually really simple. So you can judge me if you want, I guess. Um, but keep in mind, the whole purpose of this thing was to make deployment of camp super, super fast, to reduce the amount of stuff that I had inside the truck, which has definitely been achieved, and then also to make it repeatable and replaceable, right? So if hot ashes land all over my tent and it burns a bunch of holes in them, I didn't want to have to, you know, buy a bunch of new fabric and stitch a bunch of stuff and custom fabricate a bunch of tent material. I wanted a an inexpensive tent that would just fill the space do the job that I could literally go on Amazon or wherever and just reorder that thing for not a lot of money. So again, if the tent is 38 bucks and it makes it through a year or two 
and I have to order a new one, like that's less than a sleeping bag, right? Like that's not a big deal. Um, so again, I, I hope that this stuff was helpful for you guys. I have loved building this thing and it's been a lot of fun. I've gotten a lot of great questions from folks. So thank you if you've watched this far. I appreciate it or listened this far on the podcast. Um, thanks for you know sticking with me. I think it's been a really neat process. It seems like a lot of YouTube people are unapproachable and you just can't message them or ask them questions or anything like that. Like do not be embarrassed. Don't feel dumb. Like there are no dumb questions, right? Like I'm just a guy making stuff up. I've made a lot of dumb mistakes too. If you're working on something like this, like I'd love to hear from you guys. Shoot me an email at allthingsoverlanding at gmail.com. DM me on YouTube. DM me on Facebook. DM me on Facebook. I already said that. <laughs> DM me on Instagram. Um, just shoot me a message and let me know if you guys have questions because I have learned a ton from this process. And again, while my 10 isn't perfect, man, I have moved a ton of gear out of the truck up to the roof and I've been, overall, I've been really pleased with it. So again, I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you guys for watching. Thanks for listening on the podcast. You guys are the best. Um, let me know if you have any questions. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel. Um, as this grows, you know, it just gives me more and more incentive to put more and more time into this kind of stuff. So while I have a full-time job, eventually, you know, someday I wouldn't be upset if I was just like a full-time overlander and I just got to do DIY projects and like, help you guys and show you cool stuff. So definitely click those buttons, the like, the subscribe, all that stuff helps me more than you know. So I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you hanging around and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Bye.